What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Championship Leadership Podcast. And today, I'm excited for our episode. This is your host, Nate Bailey. And to find out more about the different events and programs that I have going on, first of all, before we do get into this podcast today, check out my website, www.natebaileyspeaks.com. Got information to my programs, to our events, to my podcast, Championship Leadership, to all the different episodes that we've had, blog, you name it. Whatever's going on in my world that you want to find out more about, links to my social media, you can find it there at natebaileyspeaks.com. And so today, inside of our episode, I had a really incredible conversation with a wonderful, young, beautiful uh, woman out of Miami, Florida. Her name is Maria Camila Betancourt, and uh, she is a realtor. She's an extremely successful realtor. She's only 23 years old, as she, as she says in the episode a few times. She really does have an old soul. It felt like I was having a conversation with somebody that has much more wisdom and experience uh, through life. So with that, it was, it was a fun conversation. Uh, we talk about her, her business, her experience coming from Columbia at a very young age of 10 to the United States and how that's impacted her. Get, get into a little bit about a significant turning point in her life uh, with her marriage that she had at a young age and, and how that's impacted her life as well as just what she's up to inside of the coaching world and wanting to impact others as well. So had an incredible conversation with Maria Camila today. And with that, I want to introduce you to her and this incredible episode. Enjoy. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Championship Leadership Podcast. And uh, today I'm excited we're with Maria Camila Betancourt out of Miami, Florida. And uh, I practiced that name probably five times and I think I just nailed it, but uh, (laughs) (laughs) thank you for taking time today to be here. You know, the first question that I like to ask is just to kind of get the conversation started is the name of the podcast is championship leadership. What comes to mind for you or what does championship leadership mean to you when you hear that? Hmm. Championship leadership. I think what comes up to me in order to be a champion, you have to be successful. And uh, success to me 
is happiness. And as long as you've found happiness, uh, which, I mean, a lot of us can get caught up on, I'll be happy when, and then this sort of continues to happen because then one never is satisfied, right? So I believe that happiness is compromised of just daily acceptances and, and gratitude, and that makes up success. So that would be what to me your your the name of your podcast is success yeah. and where it comes from ultimately happiness. I love it. Yeah. Um I don't think anyone has 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 brought that that piece up yet, which is always a fun piece of this is I don't know, probably 150 episodes, so 150 different conversations and uh yeah, so happiness. So where where does that come from for you? And you know, we're going through an interesting time where hope I don't know, I mean Hopefully we're coming out of this, but it's hard to believe, to know what to believe right now from, from all the different information that we hear, whether we are or we're not, but with the pandemic, COVID-19. Um, so has that been harder or easier for you to continue to find that happiness every single day going through these times? Believe it or not, I've found more happiness now during my quarantine mm -hmm. than before. And it's all about mindset. And, uh, when I went into this quarantine, the first thing was, all right, so we're getting out of this uh, robotic autopilot mode. Um, let me focus on me, right? And, and shift my mindset from, you know, working and just like nonstop, nonstop into, all right, what do I need to do with myself to once this is over, be able to provide a, ver a better version of me, better service in my industry. And the minute that I did that, I started doing a lot of like inner work and uh, it, 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 my mindset just shift incredibly. And uh, I think happiness comes from a place of gratitude, like I said earlier. And as long as you wake up every day with gratitude and wake up doing the things you love to do, and you feel that sense of accomplishment, it's, it's very little things. So, you know, something like finishing a book that brings me happiness because it brings me accomplishment. Like, wow, I finished that book and I, and I made sure that I did it. And so that's something that I've been practicing a lot, finishing through seeing the end result. I can, you know, especially when you come from a place where you've had success throughout, you forget to enjoy the process and you just sort of like rush to like, all right, I want to see the end result versus, all right, let me enjoy each and every step of the way. And so sometimes I'm like, oh, this book, it's like, I already read the good parts. Let me like not read it anymore. And it's yeah. like, no, I get to finish the book throughout and, and enjoy that process until the end. And I've made it a thing to do that with a lot of things. And it's been incredible uh, you know uh definitely a journey of self-discovery for sure yeah you know to your point i think it's so important to finish the things that you start because a lot of people they don't right they just get in these habits of excited in the beginning and then they start on the journey and it becomes a little bit difficult or whatever for whatever reason a lot of us a lot of people do not finish and i think that's just really is self-defeating and it's it's tough to be or choose happiness when you continue to start and stop things and so i think there's a lot to that as well right just the finishing of of something it's just like being your word like the sense of accomplishment 
And I think it all comes to from habits, right? So if we form these little habits of finishing through, whether it's a book, whether it's a movie, I mean, something so simple as like, all right, let me finish those 30 minutes left of the movie. It's a habit that you're creating that you can then apply to big things like, all right, you know, I started or founded this company and it's not doing well right now, but I know I have to see it through. And like in a year, two years or whatever the case, it's going to do well. So it just creates that habit for bigger goals and bigger achievements. Yeah, absolutely. Well, so on that note, why don't we talk a little bit about you and, and uh, give the listeners a little bit more idea that, that aren't familiar with, with you and what you do and kind of where you maybe, uh, you know, what's the path that you've been on to get to what you were up to today? All right. So a little bit about me. It may come as a surprise, but I'm only 23 years old. Yeah. Um, and every time I say that to people, they're like, wait, what? I'm like, yeah, I'm an old soul. And uh, I'll, t- I'll tell you this. The other day, I'm a real estate agent um, mm-hmm. and I do design work as well. Um, I have my own group within the brokerage and I coach a lot of realtors. And the other day, one of uh, one realtor, you know, says to me on, on, on Instagram, she writes to me, she goes, how do you deal with and this is all about the patience and seeing it through. And how do you deal with that? You know, I see all these realtors on TV making millions of dollars and I'm over here at, you know, whatever she's making. And I read this quote to her that I have here on my board and it says, patience is the belief in your heart that something will happen, but allowing it the time and space to occur. And then she told me, um, have you seen this TV show? I'm like, honestly, I don't watch TV. <laughs> yeah. Really? I'm like, yeah, because I am so busy working. And if I'm not working, I'm working on myself to make sure I'm the one on TV. And she was like, huh, like, that's so good. Like, we spend so much time watching TV, uh, you know, scrolling through Instagram, living other people's lives instead of doing the things they're doing to live their life. Right. Yeah. Uh, so that was pretty interesting. But back to me, I, uh, I have a bachelor's in criminal justice. And um, halfway through that bachelor's, I realized that I no longer wanted to pursue that career. I wanted to, uh, back then, you know, become a police officer and then get a master's, uh, become part of, you know, join the FBI or CIA, some sort of government agency. But halfway through there, I was like, I don't, I don't want to do that anymore. Um, yeah. And I, I was introduced to real estate and I just fell in love with it. So I did finish my bachelor's in criminal justice but I haven't done anything with it. It's just uh, an accomplishment up on my wall right now. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I fell in love with real estate. I've been a realtor now. It's going to be over four years, I think. And um, I've done very well within my first uh, year. I closed like over 30 transactions. So although it's been short four years, the uh, amount of exposure I've had has been tremendous. I've been a full-time realtor. I think more than a full-time. I find myself working at 12 o'clock at night sometimes because I have clients from Europe, you know, that are being able to communicate with me. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that's what makes a difference between making a, you know, half income, a full income, part-time, full-time. You know, I think it's all in our hands and uh, being a real estate agent, you're on a 1099. So you want to, you have nobody on you pushing you other than yourself. So you want to go as as much as hard as you want to go as it's 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 all on you yeah other than that i excited i started the coaching 
one-on-one. I do one-on-one coaching. I coach my team. And then I'm going to be launching my coaching program uh, probably at the end of this year, beginning of uh, 2021, because I see that I went to school for, you know, real estate and I, I went to school. And if it wasn't because I had mentors, I was just like, all right, well, the school just taught me how to pass your exam and that's it. So like what now? Right. So, um, I want to be able to give that experience and that guidance and mentorship to a lot of young uh, realtors or those who want to become a, a realtor of, all right, what's next? How can I become a top producer? And what are the things that I need to incorporate personally too? Cause I do a lot of inner work, a lot of personal work in order to be successful in my business. Yeah. I love that. And it's awesome that you're starting to go out and, and be- and take this to other realtors, right? To help them to see some of the successes that you've seen at such a, from the beginning, right? At such an early period in, in your career. What's, what, um, who are some of the championship leaders, coaches, mentors, people that have impacted you in your life that, uh, and what is it about those people? Like what are some of the characteristics uh, as leaders from these individuals that has helped kind of shape and mold the leader that you are that now has you wanting to go and kind of maybe pass some of that on to others as well. So I have uh, mentors who are, you know, I don't, I don't believe a mentor necessarily needs to be famous. A mentor could be even your father, you know, Absolutely. Um, I do have mentors that are not famous uh, such as my ex-husband was one of them. Actually, he's the one that introduced me to real estate. You know, originally it was like, well, he's an investor and uh, he needed somebody on his team that wasn't just caring to close him on business just to make a buck, uh, but more so caring about what kind of investments he's doing and if it's creating the right return. So, you know, and I admire him very much, you know, even after divorcing him, I admire his business side tremendously. We always joked around and said that he's great at business, but he's handicapped socially. (laughs) Um, And uh, because he started his business, it was a printing business. Um, He first worked for somebody and he had his own mentor. And uh, then he went from that to creating his own company out of his garage of printers. And then he saw the shift uh, with printing versus IT and he incorporated the two and he was able to blend them in a way where um, it was a package. And uh, not a lot of companies were doing that anymore. And he was, he was innovative and he was able to sell his company for a lot of money um, back in 2018, I think is when we sold. And that was just impressive. Like, so I've always been the one that I like to surround myself by people that I can learn from. And I think you can learn from everybody, even a child, if your, your eyes are open and your ears are open and your mouth is shut. Right. And uh, so he's one of those mentors. And then, Claudia Tejeda, she is actually who introduced me to him and she became my business partner. She's also a realtor. She's now the broker. Uh, back then we worked for the same company. And so I learned a lot of the uh, hands-on from her and then tweaked it. And I think that she gets to learn a lot of the things from me too, because I've got this innovative approach to it as well, that maybe realtors, she's got 10 years of experience, you know, maybe older realtors don't see that. Whereas, you know, us coming in with a fresh set of eyes, per se, we get to see different things. So she's been a mentor. And then um, there's a really good friend of mine. His name is Todd Lauer. And he has been one of those mentors that just has helped me grow immensely, especially 
and as a, as a person, not so much as business, mm-hmm. um, which has been huge. And then if we want to talk about famous people, uh, there's Aubrey Marcus. Uh, he is the author of Own the Day, Own Your Life. He is also the owner of On It. And um, Todd was the one that introduced me to his book, Own the Day, Own the Life. And ever since I, I've read that book, um, it talks a little bit about everything. Literally, what what do you need to do to own the day, which turns into if you own every day, you own your life. Very good book. And it allowed me that, you know, his book, along with I was going through a divorce back then and whatnot, I dove into more of a spiritual side of personal growth um, and what things I could do to... Uh, work on myself. That's probably who my my mentors, who they've been. And and I do, hey, I admire a lot of people. Grant Cardone, he's in my line of work. Uh, I admire his wife, Elena Cardone. I read her book and um, I wasn't so much a fan of his book, but her book was pretty impressive uh, because we have this mindset as women that we're either one, like the super like independent, like nobody gets to tell me what to do or the, you know, I'm a wife at home, you know, barefoot and pregnant. And I think that there needs to be, (laughs) there needs to be like a blend between the two. You also get to give your husband the space as he's the male and you get to support him on every, every, you know, uh, project or whatever the case. And then in essence, become a team, right? Help each other out and whatever one's lacking, the other one's got. So I love that mindset of hers and uh, could identify myself and that a lot. So I guess she could be, you know, another mentor. And uh, yeah, I just, I've, I'm a, I'm a, I learned from life. I'm a student of life. So I could go on and on about how many mentors by the end of this, you'll probably become somebody that, <laughs> that I learned from as well. Well, like you said, I'm sure we can both learn from each other. So that's a great thing. If you, if you have that open perspective, um, which I think is important. And I think a lot of the champion leaders across all industries, across all walks of life, that the greatest ones are, they're open to learn from anyone, just like you said, from your kids to someone that you don't know, the book that you read to uh, having a conversation on a podcast like we are here. So um, yeah, thank you for sharing that. It's, uh, I, you know, it's important. We, there's a reason that this, that wisdom and experience is, is uh, treasured so much. And oftentimes I think we want to get to the, the wisdom and the experience uh, with, without going through the time and the trials to do so. Um, you know, but like yourself, you're still young, but you are, you are doing a lot of things to, to get some of that wisdom and experience as much as you can through others. And so definitely encourage others to do the same thing, to continue to find those people, seek those people out, books, podcasts, there's so much information nowadays. Uh, it's, 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 it's almost impossible not to learn from somebody else today. Well, let's talk a little bit more. You, uh, had a great first year incredible first year and, and then uh, decided to start your own team. And, and now like, what's, you know, what's the vision for you? I think championship leaders have an incredible vision and also courage to take action on that vision. So obviously I can tell already that you're a very driven person and that you have, you know, and that you're also very grounded and like, you want to make an impact. If you want, you wouldn't be getting ready to start a coaching program if you didn't want to really impact others as well. So it's not just about you making money and, and having a successful business, but you really care about others. And, and so what I'm curious to hear, like, what, what do you see your, you know, and our vision can always change, of course, and, and does change. But right now where you're at, like, what do you see for yourself maybe even just five years from now? 
So uh, I've always been one to help people, absolutely. And I feel that real estate allows me to do just that, not just the people that I'm selling or buying homes for. But again, um, I've shifted it into also helping realtors become the best version of themselves to continue to help others, you know, and have that reach that I can, you know, get to. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm only licensed in Florida and I can only do South Florida. That's what I do. Um, so real estate has definitely been the vehicle for where I want to get to. And I love to do public speaking and uh, help others. That is just my main thing, helping others. Um, so, you know, in the upcoming years, like I said, I'm working on this this coaching program that I hope to be able to accomplish and, and uh, really impact people and, and it grow, you know, significantly. And, uh, you know, that, that's my goal to develop that work on developing that coaching program and then turning it into who knows, maybe five years from now or, or less a Tony Robbins, you know, where you do actual gatherings, events, summits, yeah. hopefully we'll be able to do that again. I trust that we will. Yeah, um, right. Yeah, absolutely. On, you know, just making an impact ultimately on people. That's always been, and, and since I was a little girl, I have a really good, I can persuade people very easily and, uh, you know, <laughs> the good or bad thing, I choose yeah. to, to, to apply it in the good sense. And mm-hmm. so it's always been within me and, uh, I just see myself doing that. And throughout the process, it's not even about like that being my income. Uh, I want my income to come from, you know, investing in properties, you know, uh, long-term, short-term flipping Airbnb and things like that. Yes, you get to make an income out of, you know, these events as well, but that's not like why I'm doing it, right? Like it's not, the the reasoning is not money. It's yeah. uh, more yeah. so to help the community and to help people. And I think that there's, I don't remember the quote, but it's like, you have to have, you know, what makes you money, what's your hobby, what's your passion and whatnot. And, and that would be one of like my passion. I love to speak and I love to help others and get like that warm feeling of satisfaction of you're applying what I said and all the hard work has paid off. And and, in turn is sort of just giving back, right? Because anybody that says they made it on them on their own is just full of of themselves and hasn't cross that threshold where it's like admitting there was somebody there to help me because every successful person is made up of a bunch of people helping along the way. And I've had tons of those people and um, I want to be able to be that same person for the upcoming generation or the current generation or people ahead of me. You know, I, I, I coach uh, some real estate agents that are older than me and, and, you know, they have to sort of cross that threshold of like, okay, she's 23 and I'm learning about a 23 year old and put on the lens of like not judging, but more like, what can I learn out of this fresh brain? Right. Yeah, Um, Yeah, absolutely. Oh yeah. That's great. Thank you. And um, so, yeah, you will always, as of right now, anyways, you still have the love for the real estate and will continue to do that and maybe even help feed and support the, the coaching piece that of course will also like you said, that that'll turn into something that would ultimately create some revenue for you as well. But it's not something that's driven by that. It's it's the want and desire to help and impact others. Absolutely. And I also think I want to add that, you know, in order for you to be a successful coach, you have to apply what you what you speak of, what you teach. 
you know, so you've got a lot of people that maybe are coaches and have never, you know, they're teachers, but they were never students in the subject, Yeah. you know? Um, and so totally. I think it's important to remain a student, uh, remain in the field of real estate in order for you to continue to properly coach because things change daily. I right. mean, yeah. you know, look at what happened with, oh, and it's very important to continue to be in that field to give accurate coaching and, um, yeah. accurate information. I absolutely agree with that. I'm a coach as well. And that's like my motto. It's like live what you teach and preach at the, at the highest level. And I have some good, good friends that, uh, in the mortgage business and they have a mortgage coaching platform next, next level loan officers. I'll give them a little shout out here, but they're the same way. They're like, we still, we're still in the business. We're still every single day. We're, we're in the industry. We, we know what's going on. We're at the forefront. And that's, that is huge. It's a big reason. I think they've been so successful in their short few, first few years that they've been going uh, with that coaching platform. So yeah, 100% I love that. And I'm, I'm glad to hear that you have that same outlook. Let's switch gears a little bit real quick. I know, so, and I don't know if, if there's anything there, but you didn't tell us you, you grew up in Columbia and what you moved to the U.S. when you were 10. Is that right? With your mother? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, so I'll just say, which is uh, an awesome story. And I'm sure there's a lot there that's kind of the reason that you're, that you are where you are today too. But um, this question is like, we all have critical moments. We all turning points, defining moments, whatever you want to call it, kind of that fork in the road. And I think a lot of our listeners are, are probably in that moment right now. And I just want to ask, and we'll continue to have these moments, right? We'll always have these moments and we've probably had a lot of them, but is there one that maybe sticks out in your mind that you could share? You know, you did make the decision that you did because that has you where you are today, but had you not, had you maybe gone left instead of right? Um, your life could look significantly different. Is there a moment that sticks out in your mind right now as I ask this question? Absolutely. There are two moments. Um, and, you know, before sharing them, I do want to say there's a quote by Ram Dass, uh, and he says, uh, suffering is the vehicle to awakening. And if we're able to that. take suffering and pain and just shift it to like, not why is this happening to me instead yeah. why is this happening for me no experience will be a bad experience and so with that being said my first one would be when i was 10 years old and it wasn't my choice but my mother brought me to this country and mm -hmm. um i think that if it wasn't for that i wouldn't be where i am today um the opportunities given to me in this country have been just huge versus where i would have been in colombia um, not to say that I wouldn't have prospered there, uh, but it's definitely easier to do here. You have, you know, more opportunities and uh, yeah, so that that would be one like that impactful um, decision or, you know, but it was made by my mother. Now, the second one that just changed my life completely was probably my divorce. Um, I was married. I, I met my ex-husband at 19 years old. He was 37. Um, so huge age gap. Um, but again, like I'm an old soul and I love to learn. And it was just like, to me, I can't be with somebody that's my age. Hmm. Right. And I'm sure there's people my age too, that have that similar mindset that are old souls and maybe I'll come across one, but yeah. I just, you know, and, uh, we were together for three years, uh, married for one year. And then we, um, got a divorce. It was my choice. 
I, uh, it was an infidelity, but it was that like breaking point where like it, that was just like that opened up Pandora's box. Cause there was a lot of things that were wrong with the relationship that we both kept, you know, masking and just saying, but we're so deeply in love with each other. And I realized a lot of it came from me not having self-love. And when you don't have self-love, you um, allow a lot of things into your life uh, that you shouldn't. Um, mm-hmm. And also you behave in a way that you shouldn't. So I'm not saying it was all him. I had a lot to do with it too. Uh, now, ultimately it, it resulted in an infidelity from, from his part, uh, which I think it's no way to, to end things. Yeah. But uh, you know, there's so many different routes that you can take a divorce. You can become depressed and become this jaded individual that men are dogs or whatever the case. And, you know, you could go the route of uh, drug addiction, you know, alcohol, uh, so many routes that you could go. And instead I shifted that like, okay, this is really painful part of my life. Well, yes, I'm depressed. I'm hurt. I was torn. You know, my biggest dream in life was having a family, you know, uh, we were, we were going to start trying for a baby and that's all I've ever wanted. And so my dreams are shattered overnight and, you Mm -hmm. know, he kept the home. So I'm the one having to leave. I'm the one starting over at 22 years old. Right. Uh, So it was really hard, but it was, all right, well, this is one of those defining moments where it's like, what am I going to do with my life? And instead I just, I, packed up all my things. I put it in a storage unit and I left to Italy for 15 days to get my mind together. I had beautiful days where I would just go and explore the city and then others where I would just cry. But then I just started finding the right paths and got more in tune with who I am and my potential. And it was beautiful. So it was one of those defining moments where, where it changed. I mean, I, tell you like the woman I am today and I've been divorced now for a year and um, a couple months, the woman I am today versus the woman I was a year ago is day and night. And I'm sure from now, you know, two years from now, the woman I am then versus who I am now is going to be, you know, that much more depth and depth and that much more knowledge and that much more, but it's about like not becoming jaded, not becoming like, why does this happen to me? But more so like, what is this teaching me? And I think that's huge. And that that's what has allowed me to prosper in every area of my life. Yeah. I love it. Thank you for sharing that uh, personal story and I appreciate it. And it's uh yeah i love what the, the quote that you shared at the beginning too of like it's you know it's either happening what to us or for us and uh it is it's a choice that we all get to take it's when you're in that moment it's sometimes you don't want to hear it right like screw you this like this isn't hap- how could this be for me what's what good could possibly come out of this but if you can get yourself to find that place maybe it is taking that trip for 15 days wherever that might be to to process through what just happened and to create some space and, and to get some fresh perspective uh, to move forward. But yeah, thank you for sharing that. Uh, that's powerful. Appreciate it. As we wrap this up, what would be one or two things that you could leave with the listeners that if they were to implement today, like to take action today, it would help them move their life forward today. I think uh, that would be the first one, you know, always thinking, now, why is this happening to me yeah. instead of, uh, you know, why it's happening for me and uh, gratitude. 
mm-hmm. know, when you have gratitude for, I have gratitude for my ex-husband. I have gratitude mm-hmm. for the infidelity. Believe mm-hmm. it or not, I would have never mm-hmm. thought that I could say that. But a year, a couple months later, I'm like, I am grateful for that. Yeah. Uh, so gratitude. And uh, lastly, um, I would just say just constantly being able to shift and um, just getting uncomfortable with, you know, getting comfortable with being uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Those are like, that's recipe for growth. Yeah. 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 100%. Thank you so much. Um, what would be some ways that we can find out more about you and uh, maybe the best place to follow you uh, to see what you're up to? Uh, definitely check my Instagram out, Maria Camilla underscore Miami. There I have a link where you could see all my newsletters, my articles, my website, you know, Twitter. I mean, you can just take it off there. Um, other than that, my website is macavirealestate.com. Great. I appreciate it. We'll get those uh, both linked up for sure. Thank you so much for taking time. It's been a pleasure, Maria. I really appreciate it. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. You bet. Have a good day. You too. Let's go. And no five and no six. I deployed to Kuwait. I used to wait every day for them to say, Nature going home. I missed my life, missed my wife. For 15 months, she was all alone. But when I got back, I felt out of control. Feeling entitled, I put my life on hold. I keep on drinking, so I'm sinking in a river of liquor. Me and my wife weren't all right. I didn't reconnect with it. I had a business, insurance agent, and rental properties. But is there something bigger than this? I know there's gotta be, so I invested in myself. I started seeing coaches. Life is a camera, I fixed the lens, and now I see in focus. Now my life's unrecognizable. From my life just a couple years ago. 17 plus years. And marriage has never been better than this. And we got three kids, that's who I do it for. I'm gonna be a leader. I'm a leader, wait, cause I'm a firm believer. We can do anything we want. If I said it, then I meant it. I probably already did it. Consider it done. Consider it done. If you need some inspiration, you should play this. Championship Leadership Podcast. Hey, Bailey. Nate Bailey.